I think a personal trainer's biggest fear is giving a client literally all that they have in terms of um, coaching, in terms of exercises, in terms of nutritional counseling, and them not seeing results. I think a client's biggest fear is putting in all of the work, everything that their coach asks for, and then not seeing results. Hey, everybody, and welcome to I Got This with Lex and MGP. I'm Lex, and I've been a personal trainer over the last five years. Martha has been my client for three years, and over that time, she has lost over 50 pounds and changed her entire perspective on life. Join us each week as we dive into health, mindset, and everything in between. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to I Got This Pod with Lex and MGP. We're coming off of 90 minutes of technical <laughs> difficulties. Um, so we already started this episode, then our app that we use to make it uh, cut me out. And yeah, it just kicked her out. Just kicked me out. <laughs> no Lex this week. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I feel like no matter like what, what field of work you're in, you're going to have tech issues. Oh, for sure. But like this is all tech. <laughs> it is. This is literally all it is is tech. We figured out a workaround though. Well, we figured out a workaround, but we didn't solve the problem overall. No, not yet. So like that's the annoying part. We put mm-hmm. a band-aid on the issue. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. So anyone who thinks podcasting's easy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. I guess everything is problem solving to an extent. Mm-hmm. We you, um, I do have to give props to Martha. I, I, my patience. She it, flipped her shit. Let's just be honest. <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. I really did. Oh, look, I'm the one making it explicit this week. <laughs> <laughs> you can put the E on the episode. It's not my fault this time. I was pretty good in the beginning. Like I was going through, okay, let's try this. Let's try this next thing, next thing. And then I hit my limit. I was like, I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And then I was like, wow, I feel like, like, you know, when you, you literally hit a point and you're like, I literally don't know how to fo- solve this problem. I don't have time to fix it. I don't know. And then like you had something that just a uh, switch flicked for you and you're like, try this. And, and, yay. It, and here we are. Here we are. It's working. <laughs> yep. I think I hope I'm crossing my fingers, knock on wood. Yep. All right. Getting into anyway. the episode, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway it is what it is <laughs> now we're matching in green after a few outfit changes yes, there we go super cute all right guys so today we want to talk and we really just want to be real we've got a few comments and i was looking at one of our episodes within the last few weeks and mm-hmm. i said martha like i don't like our flow in this we've been kind of really trying to look deeper at each episode pick out things we like, pick out things we don't like, pick out when our flow is, you know, vibing and when our, we're seem slightly off or we're not on the same wavelength. Mm -hmm. And I sat down and I asked you, I was like, Martha, I didn't like this piece. I was going to turn it into a TikTok or a reel. And it like really bothered me. I was like, what was going through your head at this point? Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say exactly when it was because everybody <laughs> listening would be like, yeah, that was uncomfortable. <laughs> they'll, um, they'll probably figure it out anyway. Yeah, they'll anyway. figure it out. Yeah. Um, and I said, like, why did you respond like that? Like, I Just because I feel like when we communicate, mm-hmm. we have the best energy when we be, when we're super upfront with how we're thinking, what we're thinking and how we're feeling, mm-hmm. we're able to have our energy in this podcast actually do well. Um, so you said, Alexis, I feel like I am preaching or 
or you felt like you were trying to tell people how to act or what to do and you felt like you were like, I'm not trying to to do that on this podcast. That's not the goal of this podcast really. I felt like that's why, how it was being maybe received. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, like you should do this, you should do that because I do this. Which is not at all what my intent is for sure. Right. And neither yeah. is it mine. Yeah. We come from two different places. So I think that was a lot of insecurity. And when something's weighing on the back of your mind, um, if we were to continue this podcast and I were to say something that I was like trying to use you as an example, because mm-hmm. you do really good at whatever this thing was. And I think you were like, yeah, but like, I'm not seeing results right now. So who knows if it's right? So that's kind of what we want to talk about is our mm-hmm. honest struggles right now mm-hmm. as a coach, as a client, how far we've come, of course, is awesome. Right. But there are times when it's really frustrating. And when we hit plateaus and as a coach, I'm frustrated because I don't know where to go sometimes. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit more about that as we move through this episode. And and that's kind of what we were talking about is when you asked why I had reacted the way I did, I was like, well, I feel like I'm pretending. Kind of that imposter syndrome a little bit. Um, And yes, I've made great progress in the last three years, whatever, but I don't feel like I'm making any right now. Yeah. And I feel like when I'm saying, oh, but, you know, I'm drinking my water or whatever, but it just feels fake a little bit right now because I'm struggling. Yeah. With some progress. And I want, I want everyone to know that it's, that's the way it goes sometimes. And that's real. Yeah. It's not just success. Yay. All the time. Exactly. I feel as though that's the hard part. Like when you, when we started this, yes, we want to share your victories Mm -hmm. and my victories with you. Mm -hmm. Why do you feel like you responded the way that you did to me Mm -hmm. when I brought it up? Like, Hey, it seems like our energy, our frequency hasn't been as on recently. I'm just like curious, like when you give advice, when I try to use you as an example Mm -hmm. and say, Hey, this is what you're doing. Um, you kind of are like hesitant to, to say that's what you're doing or you're hesitant to be proud of your yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's not really like, so I feel like you told me it felt like when you are on the episode, sometimes you're like, well, I don't want people to feel like I'm telling them what to do if it's not working for me. Correct. And I'm kind of glad we were talking about this this week because I have been struggling lately with my fitness journey, as you know, and we've been talking about that and we'll get into that more in a minute. But some of recent episodes, we've talked about, oh, you know, do this thing or try this thing, or I did this thing. And I feel like I'm being fake almost Mm -hmm. by saying that I'm doing this thing, which I am doing it, but it might not be working for me right now. And, or I might not be getting the results that I want right now. Not to say I've never gotten results. Of course I have. And, and that was kind of the whole premise of how we started. But right now, for whatever reason, my body's decided to stall. Mm Mm-hmm. And we've got to figure it out. We're working together. We're definitely a team in this. But because I'm frustrated, I feel like I can't just go onto the podcast and say, oh, do all these things and life will be great. And you'll have the you know fitness results that you want when that doesn't always happen just that way. So one of the things that you said to me when I brought this up to you, you said, I feel like I'm being a pretender. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I'm telling people to do these things, however, they're not working for me. 
And I don't even feel like I'm telling them in a preachy kind of way because that's not my intent at all. Mm-hmm. I want people to share the journey or have their own journey and know that they're not in it alone. Mm-hmm. But I think that sometimes people might listen and say, oh, well, if I just drank my 100 ounces of water and got my seven and a half hours of sleep, I'm going to lose 50 pounds like Martha did. That's but, not what this podcast is. And that's was... not what it is intended to be. No. no. I think – and I think that's the thing is like – I hope everybody knows or anybody listening, like that's not the intention. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm here. We're both here to share the knowledge that we've gained over our time together Mm -hmm. and to share that this is a journey Mm -hmm. and no fitness journey ends, number one, unless you choose to end it. Anybody Mm -hmm. who works out consistently never stops working out. Your journey is always a challenge and it'll never stop, especially with fat loss and especially when you have a big goal, Mm -hmm. right? you're not going to see a downward trend all the way until you hit that goal. I think very, very few people do. Even So that's the thing too. As your coach, I think it's even embarrassing for a coach to say, hey, I I don't know why you're not seeing results right now. But what I have said to you, I think we sat down this week. I was like, I don't know why we're not seeing results, but that means that we have to explore other avenues that might be the cause of this halt because it's been long enough in my mind. I have sat you down and said, hey, you're not seeing results right now because we're on a we're hitting a plateau and that's fine. I know when we switch our program and change our calories, you will see results, mm-hmm. but that's not the case at this moment. I'm confused too. Right. And I think as a coach, that's kind of embarrassing to say. <laughs> And that's my struggle as well and my personal vulnerability. But what I can say is I'm your teammate in this. And even though we don't know exactly what it is is that's that's stopping you, we have we will look at different approaches. So I gave you certain things to look into mm-hmm. as I did myself. I said, let's look, look at carb cycling. Let's look at your gut health. Let's look at different things that may help you see results. And I think that's the hardest thing is saying, Some number one, a coach pretending everything's fine when it's not. I right. don't think that's cool. No. And I've been that person too in my early days. Honestly, I don't know that I would trust you right now if you were to say, you're fine. It's going to be fine. We're all fine. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I really. Really? Yeah. yeah. It would be... It'd be like foolish. It would yeah. be childish and foolish to say. Or disingenuous. Yeah. Di- yeah. yeah. Great, great words. <laughs> <laughs> we just pulled out our voca- vocabulary there. <laughs> so I definitely think it's 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 hard when you hear people say, oh, it's easy for you or, mm-hmm. oh, this person got these results. Yes, you've seen amazing results. No, this journey is not over. No, you're not where you want to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think – that's why sometimes I'm like, Mar- Martha, why is this energy off? So like when you started, we started this podcast, mm-hmm. we had this like motivational, like, yeah, let's share our, <laughs> share our knowledge. That's right. It's not always like that. No, it's not. And that's exactly it. People have said to me, well, you don't get it. It's easy for you. You just went out and lost all the weight. Um, I mean, you were with me on those, that three years. Was it always easy? Not at was all. It, I don't remember ever being easy. No. Maybe a day here or there, but. Yeah. Sometimes you know. your motivation, it carries you, but motivation only lasts so long and then discipline kicks in. Discipline is hard as hell. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but it is. It is. And, in, you know, and staying disciplined when I've had plateaus in the past, have it's, it's been hard. And we've gone through bouts of frustration and we've gone through well, a global pandemic when everything shut down. I mean, we've really had to go through a lot of things to get where we are now. Mm -hmm. And I'm not 
of course I appreciate all that. And I'm, I'm very grateful for where I'm at. I'm not, I don't want people to think I'm not grateful for the journey I've been on, No. but at the same time, I'm not finished. Yes. And I'm not satisfied. And right now, honestly, I'm a little frustrated. And I'm happy we're having this chat today with the struggle Mm -hmm. because I think I asked for really good feedback on like what people would like to hear in terms of episodes and we're about to go into that. But I think if we were to continue give, I can give my knowledge. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to share what I have learned. I think that's the other hard part is I don't, I feel very weary to share my knowledge because it's science, right? Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of professionals with different points of views. So I'm so afraid to say something that is incorrect or if it is it is correct. And I like believe something. I'm afraid to share it because I don't want to get canceled. Right. <laughs> right. It's well, a very real fe- fear or to, to go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's, there's a science to it. Absolutely. But I think there's a little bit of an art form to this as well, because yes, you can look at what the science says and the research says, but it's not very black and white. And that's what we're also finding out. What works for me doesn't work for the next person. What works for that person doesn't work for me. So that's where you have to become the artist a little bit as the trainer and kind of figure out the pieces. I'm like lighting up because that was the best way to describe my perfect profession. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, that's the hardest part. Like last episode, I said, calorie deficit is not always the solution mm-hmm. for women who have had babies or after a certain age. And honestly, I was so anxious to say that right. because I know those calorie deficit, like warriors are going to come after and be like me and say, no, you're wrong. Calorie deficit always wins. And there's probably science out there to prove that. But in my expertise or my experience, training hundreds of women, mm-hmm. that doesn't seem to be the case, right? right. Um, hormones, gut health, all that other stuff does play a factor if everything was perfect. And if- you could probably find research that gave counterexamples to that as well. So, you know. True. Yeah. True. <laughs> I get, I bet. Well, the thing is you can find anything research to support any claim <laughs> in this something, field. Yeah. I could probably find something that said, you know, eating one gallon of ice cream a day would help me lose weight. I don't know. But exactly. I mean, if you, you were in a calorie deficit. Yeah. Right. That's exactly to my point. So, you know, the, that's where I, I said the science and the art kind of crisscross there and your experience and what you've done with the people, you know, that you've trained will kind of help guide to where we can get to. Thank you. So. Wow. That just made me so happy. That was a very <laughs> genuine thing to say. So I appreciate that. But going back to what we said prior mm-hmm. and before I start talking about my experience, you also are hesitant to speak on the podcast sometimes and be real about your experience. Cause again, you don't want to seem as though you're telling somebody else what will work. Correct. You're saying, I know this works, right? For me. For you. But that's, that's the thing. This is what has worked for you. And sometimes we have to pivot. Nothing, again, nothing's linear. Mm -mm. And nothing's worked for me the whole time. Exactly. So it's not like, oh, we found the magic recipe. Here we go. And we can just stay on this magic recipe forever. That's, that's almost the more frustrating part. You know, I can explain that your body wants to stay in homeostasis. So Mm -hmm. if you guys don't know what that is, it means your body has a home in terms of weight Mm -hmm. even. So let's say your home I'm just going to go for my weight. Okay. Mm-hmm. My, I'm about 135 pounds. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm short. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's how much my body wants to stay weighing. Mm-hmm. So if I want to change that and gain muscle, let's say, so I want to increase my weight, mm-hmm. I got to work so hard to do that because my body wants to stay there. wants to stay at its homeostasis. Mm-hmm. 
And so I think that's really hard for a lot of people to understand and a lot of people to go through like, hey, this has worked for my fat loss so far Mm -hmm. and now it's not what the hell. Right. So maybe your body's changing, your circumference measurements are decreasing or increasing in the ways that you want them to, your body fat percentage is going down, but the scale is still staying the same. And sometimes that's happened. We have seen that. Many times. Yeah, absolutely. But now I'm at a point where I know I need to lose, shed some fat. I want to get that body fat percentage down. Yes. And I don't want it to be in the home that it's in. I would like to downsize my (laughs) Exactly. We want the homeostasis (laughs) to change. So, and that's where it's, you know, getting tricky. Yeah. And I know I have some things that are going to make it trickier, obviously. You know, you get to be my age and and I'm not using it as an excuse at all. It's just a realization that that can be something with hormones. That is not an excuse. Like, I'm sorry. I think giving your body credit Mm -hmm. for what it's going through and realizing like, number one, again, you've had children. Your Mm -hmm. body has gone through a lot of stress over years and years and years. Like, and then I'm sorry, but. Mm-hmm. menopause changes it things. Does. It changes your hormones. Right. So it's not an excuse. Right. Like, and I'm it, in the throes of it. <laughs> yes. So exactly. That's not an excuse. It's, mm-hmm. this is what it is. How do we work with it? But I'm not going to let it stop me. Right. That's the difference. I have a lot of friends who are using it as an excuse and have even said to me, why even bother at this point? And I am because I want to be better. And whatever that, you know, I want to be healthier, Mm -hmm. you know, all those things. And just because I'm a certain age or just because my hormones are doing all kinds of crazy things doesn't mean we can't figure this out. No, we're going to figure it out together. And we're going to learn. We're going to learn together. I see coming out of this tricky part being a a, a very good thing. Mm -hmm. Not just obviously you're going to lose body fat, but maybe something even greater. Mm -hmm. We're learning something that many more women can learn from as well. Right. And we can add it to the palette. <laughs> oh, she likes this art artist thing. <laughs> I like it a lot. She's lighting up, guys. <laughs> we'll add it to the palette. I think I want to like go back and think about like our podcast didn't start for the reason of do this to lose fat, do this to lose fat, do no. this to gain muscle. There's hundreds of podcasts out there that do that. That's that not, was not our intent. No. Not at all. I think it was to share the dynamic of a coach and a client. Mm -hmm. Sharing our expertise. So I have never had the experience Mm -hmm. of being overweight. Or middle-aged. Or (laughs) middle-aged. Yes. Or children. Or having children. There's a lot of experience that you have had that Mm -hmm. I have not. And yes, I know what should work. And yes, over years of experience, I've gained knowledge from certain people, just Mm -hmm. like you said. But having somebody else go through it from a different perspective and go through the trenches of us both growing, I think Mm -hmm. is, is the thing. That's the reason we started. Oh, hundred percent. We knew that coach versus client, not versus, but I mean, yeah, point of views would be completely different. Mine might be more of an emotional journey. Yours might be more of a professional journey. Not that you're not emotionally invested, but it's just a different place, right? Absolutely. And so that was really why we started this whole thing. Yeah. Because we would have these great conversations and we're like, oh, other people need to hear what we're talking about. I mean, that's really kind of what it That's why we started it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think by breaking down these barriers and just having this episode out there, 
I think it's a game changer because mm-hmm. I want people to know that for sure this isn't saying, hey, this 100% will work because everybody still is looking for the quick fix. We, I was just on TikTok because you'll see us posting more reels and more TikToks if you follow mm-hmm. us on Instagram or TikTok under at, at I got this pod. <laughs> Get the um, shameless plug in there, will you? <laughs> I will. But every, every one of the top trending videos in terms of fitness pod or health pod, mm-hmm. it's all three quick tips on how to, yeah. or four quick tips on how to lose fat around your tummy and your thighs mm-hmm. or this and that. And I want to get us real like good views. So I'm going to play into it, but then I'm going to give valuable information. Mm-hmm. But it's just sad because that's that's the reality of it. And this podcast is to say, hey, that's not the reality of fat loss. That's not the reality of a fitness journey. If it was quick and easy, nobody would be struggling with this. Right. <laughs> I mean, end of story. I mean, in that now, and in, in most people are struggling with it to yeah. an extent. And that's always been, well, you know, that my whole fear was, yes, we did lose all the weight in the beginning and was that I was going to gain it all back. And I haven't. That's that still was always almost, back there. It came yeah. on to me, like when you brought that up, sometimes it felt like a traumatic response or a traumatic mm-hmm. like tick. You'd be like, what if I gain it all back? Like you'd gain like one or two pounds over like right. the holidays and then it you flush out of you within a week right? and you'll be like, I was kind of panicking at that time because I thought <laughs> I was going to come back. Yeah. And I mean, just as like first, second year mm-hmm. that we were training together and I never really realized how much fear that brought on to you. So I can only imagine how everybody else that struggles with this is also feeling. Because the majority of people don't keep it off. Yeah. That's what statistics tell us. Yes. So you're like, yeah, I was able to get it off, but can I keep it off? That seems to be the bigger challenge. Right. And now I have for three years. So great. Yay. I don't think I'm going to gain it all back. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you're not going to let me No. but I still want to go down more. And that's, that's now where I'm frustrated. Yes. And that's where I sometimes get pushback from people too, because they're like, well, why are you, why do you care? Why are you still pushing? Why are you still trying? Because I want to do more. That's a difference in my mindset too. And Mm -hmm. I think that's hard to explain to many people. Mm -hmm. It's not something you can teach or really share. That's not even what we're trying to get everybody else to do is to be the best. Like, yes, I am somebody who always push my clients to be the best version of themselves and try Mm -hmm. to help unlock the best version of themselves. That's my job. That's who I am innately as well. Not force other people to feel that way. And I think, how do you respond when you say that? When people ask that, why do you know? And I've said to people, where you're happy is where you're happy. You know, and not that I'm unhappy. I don't want that to come across that I'm no. not happy. But where I'm going to be satisfied is is different. I have a different landing spot maybe than you do. Yeah. You know, some people might just want to lose 10 pounds or they might want to just drop one pant size. I want to get my, you know, body fat to a certain percentage. <laughs> Once you hit a goal, you know? though, so we hit a goal and you hit that goal. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but you you set a goal of a certain Mm -hmm. body fat percentage and muscle mass. Right. And you hit that goal. Okay. Very few people, very few are satisfied once they hit that. No, because then I'll have a new goal. Exactly. I know that the, I know that my target is always moving. I don't have a target that's set in concrete. So I'm always going to be looking for it to continually improve. I know that there are limits on that as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not looking to be, you know, in a bikini contest or a bodybuilder or anything like that, but I do want to have some 
good muscle tone and I do want to, you know, have my body fat at a certain percentage. And as I'm aging, and yes, I realize that that is happening and going to happen. Yeah. I want to be as spry and as healthy as long as I possibly can. I love that spry. <laughs> one of my favorite words. So, you know, I want people to be like, damn, she's a hundred. And <laughs> yes, yes. And her trainer's 80. What the heck? I love one of the podcasts we listened to. I listened to recently. Mm-hmm. Somebody said 60 is the new 40. It is. 60 yeah. is the new 40. And think about and I'm it. I'm not even there. 80, so. is the new, uh, 80 is the new 60. Like right. it's because of your health and your wellness, because you're taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. That's why those ages, you know, are changing because longevity of life is getting, you know, we're progressing. Mm-hmm. That's why those ages are, and you're taking care of yourself so you can get to that point, right? Right. So, I mean, it's it's hard to hear those things. Why aren't you happy? You are happy. We yeah. have celebrated those wins. Absolutely. We have seen so many non-scale victories. We were doing a exercise called a TRX muscle up today. Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh my God, this is actually pretty easy. easy. <laughs> and I was like, remember three years ago when you could not do one? You were like, this is so hard. Now it's like- Cake. No, I literally couldn't do one. I mean, it was really hard. I I remember you like standing behind me and almost like kind of spotting me or I was. I was like, I don't want you to fall. Like that was the biggest thing. Yeah. So I think that's something we have to remember is like you are happy. We have celebrated Mm -hmm. your wins. We have had victories, but it's okay to feel frustrated. And it's also okay for people know to know that we're struggling Mm -hmm. as a coach. For me to say, I don't know the answer to this mm-hmm. and, and announcing it to the whole world is a little scary. That's actually, I'm going to reverse back to what we talked about today, actually, while training. I think we are so hesitant to say certain things like the things we're saying on this episode today mm-hmm. because we realize people are listening. Right. And it's like kind of shocking. And we are making an impact and we are, people are, you know, taking what we say, not just with a grain of salt sometimes. And I think that's where it was hard for me is because they were thinking, well, oh, you're just doing these things, Martha. Well, you know, it's easy for you. Or, you know, well, it must be nice to have Lex to train you and because you just get results then if you show up. That's not how it works. <laughs> Guess what? Your trainer sometimes doesn't know what she's doing either. <laughs> but I mean, that's what... That's, I'm not magic. <laughs> but that's what a lot of people think. I oh. wish I was. <laughs> I'm not. (laughs) I mean, I wish I could just show up and be like, hey, and she'd be like, boom, sparkle dust, and you you just lost 2% body fat. You paid me for this hour. (laughs) Boom, there's your 1% down this this week. No, it's a lot of work. It's it's a lot of work on both our ends. Yeah. To get me to where I want to be. And and I know that. I mean, you're coming up with different programming for me, and then you're putting me through it. And then, oh, dear God, today, she really put me through it. But (laughs) it's what I do. It's what she does. And then we go through injuries, yeah. like we had an injury and that was my fault. And, and that's hard to share with people or however, whoever ends mm-hmm. up listening to this. We had an injury two weeks ago because mm-hmm. I tr- had you try something. I was trying to get you to do a Nordic hamstring curl. Mm-hmm. Your foot didn't fit where I wanted it to go. So I had you turn it sideways and then you kind of like not a pull. It was like a knot or a pull or something in your glute. Mm -hmm. And then you couldn't work out for two weeks because it was pretty painful. It wasn't like a full on injury. It was like something that had to heal though. And as a coach to say, yeah, I injured my client. Like that's a (laughs) horrible thing to say. No, I did something that shouldn't have been done that way. And I learned from it and said, Hey, okay, don't twist the foot that way. That's not right. It's not going to fly. It's going to hurt her. Or anybody else I try it with, but it just sucks no. that I have to I have to say that 
but it's good to say, hey, well, that put you out for a week and made your activity level. And we don't even know 100% that was it. It could have been something I did too. We're just hypothesizing. We're hypothesizing. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. We don't know. So before you take the full blame on that one, that could have just been something. But when I tried that movement, (sighs) it just hurt. Yeah. And But that's what we have to be upfront about. Guess what? Those mm -hmm. little, and not injuries, but issues happen and then you got to take a week off. And that's another thing that puts you back. Yeah. I don't, well, this, and this is on me. I don't like to take time off. Even when you tell me to rest. Another thing that might put you back, rest. We need to rest. Yes. And that's on, that's on me a lot of times, you know, where you have to sit me down and, and I admit that. And I don't know that other people realize that when they hear us talking either. Uh, but, but I do think the majority of people are like, how could you have a problem with rest? <laughs> that's the majority. And mm-hmm. and if we're th- talking about everybody who's like, how could you have a problem with rest? I mean, I guess it's the same thing as the opposite. There's a little fear of if I don't, if I'm not moving, then again, I'm going to gain this weight back. So that's, mm-hmm. that's again, going back to like the trauma and maybe like, like that's not a good thing. No, I get right? that. And I've learned now to rest. I have learned. You have. You're getting very good at it. But and there was times where I wanted to go seven days a week, mm-hmm. two times a day. Yeah. And you're like, simmer down. I mean, you really had to, I don't want to say harsh with me, but you had to really put your foot down and yeah. say, this is not going to work. This is this is actually going to be detrimental in the long run. Right. You know, and maybe someone else can go seven days a week. I don't know, but I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I have to rest at least one day, if not two. Yeah. You have to listen to your body. And every, again, mm-hmm. everybody's body is different. I say all these things every single time. Mm-hmm. I talk about episodes and rest and, and what your body needs, but I'll never stop saying them because they're very important. This is, I mean, this is, I think the point of this episode was to say, hey, we understand we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. I have my certifications. And guess what? Even as a just like you said, the, no amount of certifications in the world will allow you to be the best trainer if you are not working on a team with your client to get them results. Because mm-hmm. A plus B plus C should equal D, but it doesn't always. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's an X factor. No, I mean, if there was a secret formula, like I said, we would all know it and then just do it. Yeah, but I mean, there's not. You, but there's not. It's not. And and honestly, that's, you know, when people are like, well, it's easy for you because you have a trainer and you can go and you can do this and then you can just, you know, lose weight and be in shape and it's all good. And I'm like, it doesn't really work that that way. Yeah. It doesn't at all. And, you know, part of it, yes, absolutely a big part of it is you designed my program and you put me through the workout. But another big part of it is that support when these kinds of things are happening and knowing that you have that teammate to rely on and figure it out with you. So you're not... You know, in the in a dark place by yourself, kind of saying what is wrong, <laughs> what exactly. is going on. A coach should be a teammate to you. Mm. I mean, we're working on so many different aspects. It's not just just like you said. It's not just stand there and put you through a workout and write a program. I'm sorry, but that's yeah. not training. Training. Yeah. Has, I could pop a video in for that. Let's be honest. Yes, you mm. could. Anybody could. Mm-hmm. You could pay somebody to write your program online. But there's the accountability every day. There's the check ins. Mm-hmm. There's the phone call. You say, Hey, something's not right. I don't have the motivation. Whatever. It's the phone call. Say. How can I help you mm-hmm. mentally to get through this hump? Mm-hmm. Then it's saying, hey, I'm not getting results. How do we adjust our nutrition? How do we change our goals? What can we research to get results? Your coach should be your teammate. If a coach is not your teammate to getting you results and they are just somebody standing there telling you what to do, they're not a very good coach. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why I come back. Because, I mean, there. if you just said, okay, go do this particular workout for the most part, unless it was something new, right. I could do it. 
Mm-hmm. And I have, I mean, you know, on the days that we don't train together. Right. But that would not be the same level that I need. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another factor as well. Everybody needs a little bit of help. And I have had a few um, sit downs recently mm-hmm. with people who said, well, I don't need help yet, but I will. Um, so let me get to where I want to go first and then I'll get your help. And it's so interesting to me when people say that because number one, what's wrong with having somebody to keep you accountable? I've said this in past episodes, mm-hmm. but I will say it again. The people who are most successful have the most help. People building them up so that they are on schedule. They're doing what they need to do. They're getting where they want to go on time, making sure they're everything in their life flows perfectly. Mm-hmm. So to me, when I hear that, Yes, there are going to be phases in your life where you can personal train or you can small group train or you just need workout accountability or just need a little a little help. And there are times where you need more help. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing wrong even when you're not ready to say, I'm not – I don't fully feel ready, but I feel like I need help to start. And mm-hmm. there is nothing wrong with that. And that's how I started. I wasn't planning on personal training yeah. For this amount of time, to be honest. I signed up for 10 weeks and I thought, okay, and it wasn't you, it was, it was my previous trainer, but I thought in those 10 weeks, you know, she can teach me how to do, how to use the stuff in the gym, basically. You know, I didn't know how to use a lot of free weights and I thought, okay, she's got 10 weeks, show me how to use everything. Really, that's what I thought it was going to be. And then it, it really turned into all, all the other pieces that you were just talking about. Right. And even sometimes I'll graduate a client. Truly, I have mm-hmm. said, hey, I don't know what more I can help you with. I've said this many times mm-hmm. saying, and then I say, but accountability is the freaking best thing. So let's just do group training because group <laughs> training is hot, fun as hell. Yeah. Right. That's, I think, my favorite. Um, yeah. I love one-on-one training. You know that I'll never <laughs> stop one-on-one training. You or my OGs. Yeah. Um, however. Wait a minute. Am I, am I complimented or insulted by OGs? <laughs> Hey, <laughs> that's a hundred percent. If you kidding. get to be in my OG circle, that's a compliment. I'm so, uh, so it's, it's okay to not need helps. Maybe if you have a good coach to say, Hey, there's nothing more I can help you with. Let's graduate you to a different mm-hmm. level. And you can always bring them back too. If always. The need. Yeah. I say, Hey, that's a good coach knowing when you are needed and when you're not needed. Mm-hmm. And we've gone through those phases for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, we always have, we're always having fun together and we're always training together is always fun. And there's always lots of laughs. And I think some, sometimes the other members and coaches look at us like, what is up with those two? But <laughs> Whatever. We're pals. <laughs> but, but I'm also a coach. Yes. And we have had days where we're very serious. I mean, we've sat and talked very seriously and, you know, had tears and all that. And we've had days where we're just yucking it up. I mean, so. Well, you got to have that balance. I'm sorry. I think that's also a good coach. Like Mm -hmm. knowing that no day should be the same and you got to keep switching it up. And, but you also have to maintain, even though if you are buddies with somebody, you got to keep that coach, coach composure as well. That's very important. No, that's, uh, that's always evident. So, so reversing back to the beginning of this episode, when I was flipping my, (laughs) everything. Flip it, flip it out. I thought she was going to flip the table for a minute. Yeah, I was. That's not keeping coach composure. Luckily we weren't at the gym. (laughs) Wouldn't be good. I would never. Guys, I hope, I think we just wanted to touch on relatability and kind of bring ourselves down a few levels. And I hope Mm -hmm. we did that. 
I feel like we were on a good roll when we started this episode the first time, so I hope it continued in that way. Yeah. I just want people to really realize that my journey has not just been fully utopian. It's not just like, you know what? I think I'm just going to go hire a coach and lose a bunch of weight and it's all going to be easy because that is probably the farthest thing from the truth, to be honest. And there have been days that it is easy, but for the most part, it's a discipline and a struggle to make sure that you're doing what you need to do to get where you want to get. And that's the I Got This Mentality. Mm -hmm. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed what you heard, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a five-star rating. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at I Got This Pod. See you next week. And remember, I got this.